1: On today's wrestling news, Cody Rhodes has signed with WWE.
2: A new stipulation has been announced for a huge WrestleMania 38
1: match. Jeff Hardy breaks his silence on leaving WWE. And an update on Kenny Omega's AEW return. Are you ready? Are you ready for the news time? Yes, my name is Phil Chambers and I'm joined by Gareth Morgan to talk uh, all things wrestling. But before we get into it, make sure you like the video, comment down below what you think of all of today's stories, subscribe to the channel and links to each story are in the description. Click the time. Samson off you go but first up I know we've reported about Cody quite a lot but there's just a little bit more until he actually gets there we're gonna keep talking about it uh, and yeah we are back with more and more Cody news but this one is coming from Mike Johnson of PW Insider and he is reporting that according to multiple sources he has signed with WWE, they made it official about 10 to 14 days ago and the current plan is for him to return at WrestleMania weekend and then be a big part of Raw going forwards after that. Now. Uh, Obviously, we've been waiting for this news for ages Mm. to find out what the hell is going on with Cody Rhodes and WWE. Uh, And this seems like the first sort of concrete thing, I guess, Mm. uh, that leading into it that uh, suggests that this has happened and this is waiting. Like, Cody himself has just been sending pictures of his dogs to Sean Ross Sapp and stuff like that whenever he asks about it. So he's been playing up to this. But there has been hints on, like, uh, WWE TV as well, obviously. Like, on Raw this week, Corey was saying about how, like, Seth's uh, WrestleMania plans and hopes and dreams were dashed tonight, using dashed, like dashing Cody Rhodes, telling about how his vision has turned into a nightmare. Get it? Mm -hmm. Like the American nightmare, Cody Rhodes. So there's dropping hints, uh, but it looks like, yeah, Cody Rhodes is returning WrestleMania weekend. Yeah, and like you said, this is the closest thing we've got to
2: concrete information so far, but in my mind, it's still not concrete. (laughs) Don't trust WWE, and it's one of those where- Until I see his face on TV. (laughs) I, I'm not going to believe it. Do you know what I mean? At this point, because it's like with all the Stone Cold Steve Austin stuff. For weeks and weeks and weeks, we're like, "Is this actually going to happen?" Like, it's they, they've been teasing it for weeks and weeks, and they finally did, and it wasn't quite what we thought it was. So until yeah. we know 100%, he's there, and it's you've got the whole write-up of yeah, he's signed a big contract. He's going to be a full-time player. Uh, I, I, I just I tap my expectations with these kind of things. But I, I'd love Cody to be there. I think he'd be great. It'd be a good spot for him. I think at Mania taking on Rollins because they'd have a banger. It'd be a great match. So... I don't know. There's not much more to add to this because it's been so heavily documented and and reported on at this point. This is just another little sprinkle of additional news. He is going to be on Raw going forward. Look forward to him in about, I don't know, six months' time chasing around Akira Tozawa over the 24-7
1: championship. It's going to be great. Can't wait for it. Come on, we can hope. We can hope. My current idea for what this is going to happen, how this is going to happen, is I don't know if I want this to happen or not, but I pitched this on uh, Wrestle Culture on our podcast. Mm -hmm the other day, Uh, but I could see it happening in a very WWE kind of thing. And it's like the KO show on night one of WrestleMania. Mm. It's uh, Stone Cold and Kevin Owens, uh, they do a bit of a back and forth or whatever. Mm. And then Seth Rollins comes out and he's trying to interrupt the show because he's lost his WrestleMania moment Mm. and he's annoyed with Kevin Owens because he lost that match on war. So obviously he couldn't be a part of the show. Mm. He gets involved. Uh, It all kind of breaks down into a bit of a scrap. Everyone's fighting, like the fighting Stone Cold and stuff like that, and then out comes Cody Rhodes to kind of save the day. Then uh, Kevin Owens gets stunned, Seth Rollins gets uh, hit with the uh, the what's Cody's finish? Why kind of the the crossroads? The crossroads, yeah. of course. Uh, he gets this with the crossroads, and then you get Stone Cold and Cody standing tall at the end. They share a beer. Uh, and then Cody challenges Seth for night two, and then they have a match there. Sorry, all I,
2: all I saw there was the sheriff beer, and then Stone Cold stuns Cody. <laughs>
1: That's what <laughs> no, my mind Not would that do. Bit. Yeah. Not that bit. Because it just seems like a very WWE thing to do, where they're like, oh, we're bringing this guy in. How do we make him loved? Even though he's probably going to be loved anyway. Mm. But it was Stone Cold. Who doesn't like Stone Cold? Yeah. So was we'll he? But yeah, who knows? Cody Rose signs with WWE, did it 10 to 14 days ago, apparently and it's been Mm. screwing with us since (laughs) and speaking of Wrestlemania 38 like the the big old matches and and
2: segments and loads of different things that are going to be going down over the two nights stupendous extravaganza another big stipulation has been added to a match that's already been announced which is the match that's going to be Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville not over the IC title, I was going to say over the IC title, but no, Ricochet's got that, and he's now subsequently gone missing, because that's what happens when you get that belt, and apparently, so Sami Zayn last night was on SmackDown he was talking about, like, oh yeah, I've, I've, like this match with me and you, Knoxville, it's going to be personal, it's going to be this, you've cost me so much, so, if you got the balls, we're going to go anything goes for this match, so it wasn't no holds barred, it wasn't extreme rules, anything goes seems to be its own like, first time ever thing, I guess, because Vincent Mann's obsessed with these kind of first time ever angles, and later on in the the night Johnny Knoxville was like, oh, do you know who I am? I'm, I'm Johnny Knoxville. I've been beaten up by bulls. I've strapped myself to a big red rocket. Of course, I'm going to be up for anything goes. And he started cackling. He was going nuts. So expect Johnny Knoxville to probably get thrown off something or through something or at something. And then his head get kicked off by Sami Zayn. If you're into this kind of brutality, it's going to be pretty damn fun. I think, I think it's going to be in a similar vein to let's say a Bad Bunny kind of experience, I think I think he's going to really throw himself into this during Knoxville. He maybe isn't going to pull off the same intricate manoeuvres that Bad Bunny did, but I think if you're looking for stunts and carnage and bumps, you've come to the right
1: place. Yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to this one, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Uh, Sami Zayn's great, everything he does is absolutely great. Uh, and just him with Johnny Knoxville. I'm just fascinated to see what they come up with uh, in a random match on mm. WrestleMania. It's going to be great. It's going to be different to the Bad Bunny thing, I think, as well. Because mm. Bad Bunny was like, that was just a shock as to how good yeah. and fun a wrestling match that was. <laughs> like, that just kind of came out of nowhere mm. and was one of the absolute highlights of WrestleMania. Uh, but I think this is going to be very different, like you say, in terms of like butt stunts and bumps and things like that. But I am fascinated to find out what they come up with. Yeah. It's going to be great. Um, but speaking of WrestleMania uh, and you, how you might not be at WrestleMania, I'm going to be at WrestleMania. But like you, Gareth, you're not going to be at WrestleMania, so you're going to be sat at home watching it like a chump, um, and you might want some beers to go along with your WrestleMania experience. And you know where You can get some beers at topropebrewing.com. See what I did there. I Because like we it. have our very own Beer. me and cleary went over there the other day you can see the video i'll pop a link to it somewhere um, and we made a beer and it's going to be a like 5.4 percent i think it is uh ypa it's called clickbait thumbnail see what we did there mm. it's got yellow arrows all over it not gonna lie we're quite proud of the name it was oh. all sidgwick's idea it's very very yeah. good uh, and yeah you can get three of those along with nine other top rope brewing beers in a big sort of 12 beers you can't believe taste this good Wrestlemania crane mm. kind of thing It's £45 It's on topropebrewing.com I'll pop a link in the description below So click that and off you go It is just the UK and certain parts of Europe at the minute Unfortunately, sorry America um, But yeah, go check it out Buy our beer, our very own beer It's our beer, we're actually made of beer That's nuts so and, go buy and, it.
2: And why should you buy it? That's That's why Oh, he's really good at that, Miller, isn't he? It's
1: very hard. Very hard to do. Uh, So, yeah, bye, beer.
0: Thanks. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down.
1: Um, but moving over to AEW for a little bit, and Jeff Hardy was on Matt Hardy's <laughs> podcast last night, and he was talking about his decision to sort of walk out on WWE during that um, the six-man tag match that was on at a house show. Uh, and I've got a few quotes from it, so just bear with me, I'm just going to go through the quotes, because it's... what's better than to hear it from the guy himself. Hmm. So uh, he said that like certain things happen for a reason, like subconsciously that was maybe the smartest thing he's ever done, guided by something higher than me, he'll say, talking about how he walked out on that match. Uh, But he went on to like talk about his like personal moments of um, hope just being kind of fleeting during his latest WWE run. Um, Got a quote just saying, The best way I can describe my journey the last few months in WWE was like glimmers of hope. Maybe I still do have something. The last glimmer of hope was Survivor Series, which was really good. It came down to me and Seth Rollins and I was killing it. I almost won and the crowd was so behind me. I felt like one of the most popular baby faces in WWE because the crowd was so with me. Then there were other times where I felt like a ghost roaming the halls, like, why am I even here? I don't feel important. I kept doing my deal and would show up and do whatever they wanted me to. I've never been a politician, so I don't go out of my way to try and get certain spots or achieve a certain status. Um, so, yeah, I think you can... It's fair to say his latest run with WWE was patchy at best. Uh, He just kind of randomly got thrown out there to do certain things. He never really got put in a big long-term storyline towards the end of it. Um, It was a bit hit and miss. It wasn't exactly the best. Uh, but he went on to talk about the specific night when he did walk out and it was the 6 man tag at a house show um and then hardy was let go sort of because of it and then there were reports that he was impaired while competing and that jeff turned down wwe's offer of rehab well jeff is claiming that this absolutely was not the case Uh, i've got a quote just saying that uh that night in edinburgh texas i finished my heat i took the heat and i said i'm ready to go went over the rail disappeared into the crowd Naturally, they think I took something like drugs or whatever, but I didn't. If I was that bad, I should have never been out there. That was that's the way I see it. I thought just another unpredictable thing I can do that and I'll totally get away with it. Uh, but it ended up being more serious than that. Um, now, obviously, Flight 4 reported earlier this month that Jeff had passed the drug test after this and a breathalyzer um, following this incident. So like none of that was actually true, any of the rumours that came out after that. Uh, But now, uh, after all that's been sort of put behind him and he's gone, um, Jeff has a bit more hope for the future, which is nice. Uh, and he's saying that again it was one of the smartest things i've ever done because it worked out so perfectly mainly because my first day in AEW, i felt valuable for the first time again the care and love i was shown i got chills just thinking about it in wwe it felt like they just wanted to keep me there to sell action figures i put so much love and joy in painting my face and when i see it come out and immortalized in an action figure i'm like that's why i do this it's so cool Um, and that's one thing he's super excited about in AEW, his first action figure with face paint. Um, So yeah, Jeff Hardy's last run in WWE. Wasn't exactly the best, got him down for quite obvious reasons and he just had enough and then he left and now much more hope leading into his run with AEW now.
2: Yeah, I listened to this podcast last night and it was fascinating uh, just hearing Jeff just, just feeling like he's in a better place. Do you know what I mean? It, it came across straight away. He's, he's super... He seems super content back with his brother and just happy to be in AEW. You feel like... Like like you mentioned there in all those quotes, it's like when he was in that run in WWE towards the end especially, it was just like, I'm just here, I'm just treading water. I feel like I'm just being, uh, Matt Hardy mentioned it in the actual podcast. It's like WWE get to a point where you, you hit a certain age and you're seen as just a commodity to get other people over and sell toys and sell you know, just merchandise. You're not really used in any kind of creative way outside of that. And it can be really frustrating, whereas AEW you do respect the legends, the, the, the kind of icons, the people who've been there for generations, like he Stings and now look at the Hardys, think people like that. They, they're really on a pedestal, but they don't overshadow everyone else they, they can still find a way to creatively get the next generation over and it's just it's nice it's awesome to see that jeff feels like he's being valued now that entire walkout story i think is in just insane it's still looking back at it that like he just suddenly went you know what I'm done with this and just top the, the barricade and liked it because that's yeah. what jeff, the fact he was just like oh it's just another unpredictable thing i could do i was like that is just how your brain works jeff you just yeah you just go and do your thing you, you do a runner but yeah It's good. I think it's worked out for the best for everyone. Um, He seems miles happier, and I too cannot wait to see his face painted all over an action figure for his uh, his first AEW figure. But speaking, we're keeping in this AEW sphere right now. Kenny Omega is a big name. He's been missing from AEW television for quite some time. Obviously, in the wake of, uh, I believe it was, I want to say it wasn't double enough. It was full gear is when he went missing. Obviously, after he'd lost his belt to Hangman Page, and he came up on the uh, the Dynamite after that and said, "Guys, we have to go and take a bit of time off now because I'm." battered. My body's in a mess. And well, yeah, he's been through an awful lot because before he did take this time off to get in, uh, get surgery and everything else, he'd had loads of knee and shoulder injuries. He'd had a bit of hernia. He'd had vertigo. His body was just really, it'd been put through the ringer. He'd been working really hard, running really hard for years. And now Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer has reported that he's, uh, he's currently recovering from a arthroscopic knee surgery and that'll take about 10 weeks for him to fully recover from that and then after that he's going to undergo a procedure for his sports hernia that I just mentioned that aforementioned one uh, at the end of March and that comes with a two-month recovery time and then just to make things even more complicated he tested positive for the dreaded vid he did that that was in a January, I believe, and that's obviously pushed everything back because when you do test positive, you can't exactly be good walking around hospitals and spreading it and all the rest of it. So, you obviously have to stay home and isolate, which is just It's another big setback. And a lot of people were thinking, oh, he's going to be back for March, he's going to be back for these great pay per views now, falling on for Revolution, probably going to get him there for double or nothing, perhaps. But no, it's not going to be like that. And it looks like it's more likely that he's going to be returning maybe around summer. But to be honest, we've got a lot of stars right now in, in, in AEW. You've got your CM Punk, Brian Danielson's, the landscape has shifted so much since Kenny Omega did take that time away. So they're not in any desperate need to have him back. When he does come back, it will be incredible. There'll be a huge pop and he'll probably get a nice long run and hopefully his body's in the best shape
1: it can be. But for now, just rest up, Kenny. Just have a bit of time to yourself. Yeah, absolutely. He absolutely needs it. Like (laughs) towards the end of his run, when he was talking about the stories about him like wrestling with vertigo and things, and like he'd feel like the ring was spinning while he was doing suicide dives. And I genuinely have absolutely no clue how anyone could possibly pull that off without killing themselves um it's absolutely incredible so yeah rest up get ready get better get all of these niggling little things fixed and sorted out and come back sort of stronger than ever um yeah there's there's no no point rushing this one back to the ring aw is fine without him um and it's gonna be absolutely fantastic when he comes back obviously but rest up and get well um but let's move over to your twitter questions the first one of the day comes from tete who says? Uh, Hi guys, fan from Portugal. Seeing that the What Culture office is going to WrestleMania next time, do you prefer double or nothing or WrestleMania? Happy Saturday. Uh, how about you, Gareth? Which one? Which one do you prefer going to? Hey, eh? bit, bit a to to? bit of a bit
2: of a sweet thing this uh, Phil, because I've uh, <laughs> I've not actually been to either. That's uh, <laughs> sorry. Yeah,
1: thanks for that. It's, uh, ha- You're welcome. Uh, personally, I've been to both. Salam. So. <laughs> Celebr- <laughs> Um, I will always just be a massive mark for WrestleMania. It's Mm. ridiculous. It's absolutely massive, obviously. Um, It's the whole spectacle and the Mm. massive stadium and everything that goes along with it. And the whole sort of weekend of wrestling where just everyone (laughs) turns a town into a wrestle town. It's absolutely fantastic. So I think I'm always going to pick WrestleMania Mm. over um aw shows sorry aw as much as fun yeah. as w or nothing was it was absolutely fantastic and i very much enjoyed it uh, i'm gonna pick wrestlemania
2: but it. it's also very unfair because double or nothing's only been around for a couple of years so we'll see this Co- is very true a few years it time is a very different
1: thing could be it could be as big could be the double or nothing weekend that just absolutely takes over las vegas indeed it is a very different thing but speaking of going to wrestlemania yes i will be there this year and i'm very much looking forward to it um but we are also going to be at and around WrestleCon, uh, which is like a big fan convention event mm-hmm. thing. We've got access to it. We're going to be doing loads of interviews. We've not got like a booth or anything, but we're going to be wandering around all weekend, getting loads of interviews, as much content for you guys as we possibly can. But why don't you go along to WrestleCon too? It's WrestleCon.com mm-hmm. on the internet. You can get tickets. You can go. There's a massive lineup of absolute legends that you can go and meet. It's an absolutely incredible lineup this year. We're going to be around. Come say mm-hmm. hello to us, Co. Meet all of your your favorite wrestlers and have a jolly fun time. Basically, it's all I'm saying, have fun. Yeah. <laughs> I won't be Phil, but yeah, have, have fun. Anyone else that's in WrestleMania, you have fun. Uh, you'll have fun too, don't worry, yeah. I'm sure. I'm gonna be drinking uh, top rope, it's gonna be great. <laughs> this is true. Uh, the next question uh, comes from Chris Two who says, uh, what wrestling stipulation uh, match would you and Gareth Morgan have? Uh, who would win and what would it be for?
2: Um, I think it should be a winner goes to WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, falls guy anyway. It's gonna be that.
1: And I'm going to need this to be some kind of hardcore match yeah. for a speed fight because you've got much bigger muscles than I do, my friend. You've got a much <laughs> sharper brain than mine, though, so I think uh, I, yeah. I need to level this playing field with kendo sticks and st- chairs and barbed wire and as much stuff as I can get. I'm, I'm going full hardcore with this.
2: Yeah, we're going to do like a steel cage with the weapons hanging from it. Do you know what I mean? Like, a, like NXT <laughs> the other day. Asylum. You yeah. want an Ambrose Asylum match. That's it, yeah. We'll, we'll have a, a, a Phil's Chamber match. Oh. Hey, there it is. I like it. I like it. We'll yeah, that.
1: when it goes to WrestleMania. That'll be good. I'm going to do yeah. that.
2: We've <laughs> gimmicked it already. We've worked it, so you're gonna just yeah, you're gonna contrive to beat me. Damn it! I'm never gonna, go.
1: I'm never gonna get a break. I'm never gonna go to mania. So. One day, one day. We'll see. Uh, the final question of the day comes from Luke Cullen, who says, "What wrestling storyline or wrestler's career would you love to see put to film, and who would you like to play them?" Now we were talking about this mm. just before we started, and we both had the exact same answer, didn't we?
2: Yeah, literally. We both just like looked at each other, and went, "Well, it's Mick Foley, isn't it? It's it's got to be Mick Foley because it's yeah. just one of the most incredible." tales both inside and outside of the ring of any wrestler and it's just it's, it's a human story but then equally it's got these superhuman feats that are laced into it as well but when it comes to the actor we, we had a bit of a discussion didn't we we didn't we didn't know yeah. there's a lot of big name actors that you could throw into this mix
1: yeah there is like did we settle on Andy Serkis maybe being a good one for it yeah. Get a little bit of the sort of crazy Foley side mm. of things as well as the sort of human side yeah. of things what else can
2: you bring up? We had Christian Bale because you could just see him putting a bit of weight on, doing this like getting the. He's already like I think he's had like some kind of filling to, or tooth
1: taken out before and done things yeah. like that so that could be quite cool Charles McElhenney from uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia popped into my head as well as another guy who would just yeah. put on loads of weight just because it'd be fine for the role yeah <laughs> I mean it's better that than man. Charlie Charlie Day going into it I guess but uh, <laughs> Tom true.
2: Hardy maybe like do you know what I mean Ooh, people me. like that okay, his long hair I could see that because he's got a bit of a the thing going on for me it's the teeth that, like everything else it's this it's this, this this is the whole it's, what make or break kind of Mick Foley it's his yeah. expression everything else i think he could do he's got the little little mischievous wink
1: in his eye but he's got a heart of gold and i think that's important for me it. that's why i think i'm sold on the Andy second yeah i would be good but let us know down in the comments below what wrestling storyline you would want to send into a mm. movie and who would play it mm. let us know in the comments but that is today's wrestling news thank you very much for joining us if you want you can follow us over on twitter you can follow me at Chambers, and you can follow gareth at gmorgan04 And you can follow all of us at WhatCultureWWE. Subscribe to the channel, like the video, comment down below, like I said. And most importantly, everybody, have yourselves a bloody good day. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend.